Well, he screamed. He was like, remember, he was like, uh, and if they tell you can't say, suck my dick. Like, he was, he was, he was honest. And that's what attracted so many people to him, too. Is like, he didn't care how bad it sounded to people who couldn't relate. If you could relate, it hit you hard. Yeah. And that is, like you were saying, how he related to so many people. How he was able to touch the lives of so many people and impact so many people in the physical world. Hey everyone, welcome to the physical world. I'm Luke Moody. I'm JJ. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about Juice World. He's one of our, he's, well, I can speak for both of us quickly. He's, he's both of our favorite artists of all time. Uh, yeah. I mean, what is there to say about him, man? We, I mean, we've been there since Goodbye and Good Riddance when it like had just come out. Saw Lucid Dreams blow up. Saw All Girls the Same blow up, and have just like followed his journey since then. Yeah, I mean, OG fans, uh, really, really, you know, connected with the guy from an early from an early standpoint, the way he was able to to put some of his pain, not some of his pain, hell, the man put all his pain. He was an open book to his fans and everyone who was listening to his music, into his music. Um, was able to connect with that, not to mention just the, just the talent. I mean, bars upon bars upon bars. I mean, in my opinion, the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, because he could sit there and freestyle as long as he wanted. Like, you would have run out of beats before he would have stopped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that happened. Which one was that? When he, uh, I think the first Tim Westwood freestyle. Yeah, because he, he like, like... I don't know what else to play you, man. <laughs> yeah, because he played, he did like a... Like a wet, he, did, he did like a, a cycle through of some beats and like ended with a West Coast beat. Which you sounded great on it. And then, like, he was done. Like, the beat was done. Juice just kept on going. Everyone was just like, oh, fuck it. And just kept vibing. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And once he got in that bag, you weren't stopping him until he finished his thought process. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, you could sit there, try to tell him, hey, we got we to gotta wrap this up, man. We're on a schedule. He's like, nah. Let me finish. I'm gonna prove to y'all why I'm the best at this shit. Yeah. Especially he always had that sense of self-doubt too. So he was like, I gotta make sure I do the absolute best I can every time. Yeah. And and he truly did like it seemed like, you know, every song potentially has an argument that a, a person could make that's his best song and yeah. I, if the argument was right i'd probably agree like every single song has that argument to be made oh yeah 
Because he never put out anything that was bad. No. Like, he never put out anything that, like, on a scale of one to ten, I personally would, there isn't a song of his that I would rank below, like, a nine. I mean, that's, it sounds fucking crazy, but I, I swear to God, like, the man was as close to perfection as you could get as an artist, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, like, you could, even his unreleased, the ones he thought were bad are still better than just about anybody I've heard. Yeah, and that's why I'm excited. All the, you know, he's got, you know, the, the rumors are 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, however many thousand unreleased songs he has. You know, yep. I'm, ex- I'm excited to, to hear when they get cleaned up, like, you know, like on Legends Never Die, they brought you know, up, up in a way and fighting demons and then God wishing well, all these songs that, well. that we, I mean, we could do a whole episode on wishing well, we actually might do yeah. that, you know, yeah. let's do that at some point because that song is a, it deserves 50 minutes. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, all, all those songs that, you know, if people had heard any of his unreleased stuff, you know, through leaks or whatever, had heard people had heard those songs, but hearing them on the album cleaned up was great. I mean, it was they did a great job. They didn't even they didn't even touch up up in a way though. Like no. it sounded that good. Yeah, like they, they left they to. left trippy at the beginning. You know. Though, yeah. Yeah, just all he did the whole song is <laughs> yeah. But it it has a little bit of a comic type of factor to it, kind of unintentionally, but it's funny. Yeah, because you just hear trippy coming. Yeah, and then it's Juice hitting that like higher pitch that it, he didn't really do that much in what was released. Yeah, but I've always loved it. Yeah, whenever um, I, I guess Trippy was just in the studio for that recording of that song or something. Yeah, which is funny because that song itself is a onion of layers if that's even a proper analogy i mean it is it's got so much going on in it you know yeah because it has that you know kind of tropical type sound yeah yeah a little bit like yeah and then when you're actually listening to the lyrics it's sad yeah because he's sitting there talking about i feel the walls of my brain caving in yeah Saying that, like, the way I take it is like, life's an ocean and he can't swim. Mm -hmm. So he's going to drown in everything that he has going on in his head. Mm -hmm. I I love, I really have always loved that song, but it always, it really makes me, it gives me a mix of emotions like most of Juice World songs will, but that one really makes me it feel I feel sad because it's such a like you know sort of upbeat happy beat but it's got a hint of sadness and he does this thing throughout that song where like he'll start a line like he'll be like feel the walls in my brain and they're caving in outside those walls there's an ocean I can't swim it's like he'll raise his voice you know I'm no yeah. useful but he'll like raise his voice and yeah. do like that heightened tone that you were talking about then finishing some of the lines with bring lowering it back down with the more the sad part like 
outside yeah. those walls, there's an ocean. That's kind of sad itself, but it's like building up means like, I can't swim, especially yeah. with all these waves. And then, you know, do and the music hits. I, I don't know. I, I thought that song was was poetic genius in my mind, as yeah, most you, of his was. Yeah, and if you're just talking music-wise, those little spikes in his voice where he goes high-pitched and then goes back low, Adds mm-hmm. so much to the song. Yeah, I, I've I've heard you know we've talked about it a lot, and I've heard people talk about it. But like the thing with Juice that was that really separate. He had a lot of stuff that separated him from other artists. But he he it was never like a beat. He he never had like a beat, and he like rapped on it, or he never like sang to a beat. He never morphed to a beat. He literally like got interwoven within the beat he, yeah he became a part of literally any beat he could do it on anything yeah because like he his flow was perfect like it never faltered like he would do add a little or you know just yeah. little breaths just to make it work most of his stuff was done in one takes i mean you know let me yeah. hear the beat all right i got it play it go record all right go literally benny blanco he was talking in an interview and he said that because they recorded real shit and uh roses. roses at the same time and they did graduation later on yeah yeah but when they recorded real shit and roses uh he said like juice recorded three versions of one of them or, or of a song and was like here y'all pick which one you want. he did back to back in like nine minutes recorded yep. three versions which said would well, pick whichever one you want and then he went out and rode dirt bikes. It's like, what the fuck, yep. man? Hey, y'all make your decision. I'm going to go have some fun. They're all good. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just pick the one you want. like. Which is all, insane. Wow. Yeah. But that also puts a lot of pressure on whoever's producing that song. Yeah, very true. Because when they sit there, he tells them, hey, just just take your pick. They have to sit there and think, well, they're all good. But what will sell more? What will the fans like more? What will his diehards like more? Mm. And sometimes, depending on how long they've worked with him, like Penny didn't work with him that long, it's hard for them to know what another person's fan base wants. It worked out because all of those songs are great. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit sketchy for that producer. Yeah, it, it's like like that issue is like with Man of the Year, you know, the closing song on Legends Never Die. Yeah. There's two versions, you know, and they are so different. Like, which one did you like there? See, I don't. I kind of like the OG better. Uh huh. But I love them both. It's one of those that it's hard to really pick. Especially now because I've listened to the new version more. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd probably go OG. So the OG version, like when you say OG version, you mean the one that was originally released on the album? or like The one that was originally released. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're, it's like, they give me, like, different feelings, you know? Yeah. 
like it's kind of like the new one. I kind of I kind of like it better, but I feel like it's almost a different song. Yeah, which I can't remember which version was it that during the like ending part when he's saying like I know my lyrics saved you. I know my lyrics saved you. I'm I'm pretty sure that was the first version they released on. That's that. what I thought. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I loved it so much. I was like, he really knew like what he was doing to people and how much he was helping. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that real quick. Like for anyone who's listening and doesn't know, like go Google juice world, go listen to his music. Honestly, you will really like, I cannot urge and I cannot push an artist more than juice to anyone. And what were you saying? Because whatever you're going through, he has something for you. Oh, yeah. If it's addiction, if it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's just your daily stuff, he has something. Mm-hmm. Or if, and you're if you're in a good mood, you're happy. Yep. He's got some songs that are fucking great to listen to while you're having a wonderful day. Syphilis but, is crazy if you're trying to get hype. Oh, yeah. He's got <laughs> hype music. But he definitely resonated the most with, you know, sort of taking, because at the time he was starting to come up, that emo rap, especially on SoundCloud, was like the sub-genre of a genre that was really coming up, you know? Yeah. Like emo rap, emo hip like sad boy shit. But it he took it to a new level because he was a struggling drug addict, and he was very honest about it. Yep. And he put and, and used crazy imagery and personification of what the drugs were doing to him and how he used them throughout his life. He was very honest because what people don't tell you is drugs are very fun. Drugs are, drugs are fun. Like when you're using a drug, you're probably going to be having a great time. But at the same time, he was very honest. They yeah. will ruin your life and or kill you they you'll can't. have fun while you're on them but yeah. either when you try to get off of them you're gonna hate it because yep. you're gonna have all sorts of withdrawals and it's gonna be awful for a couple weeks oh yeah i mean the withdrawals are gonna end up killing you yeah so there you know you know when you're talking about opioids and you're talking about you know some of the some of these super addictive drugs because juice he i remember he he did an interview i saw a while back he said he started like when he was like nine he started like drinking alcohol and uh and 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 something i think by like 11 or 12 he had already tried codeine uh and i think oxy and, and vicodin and yeah Probably, uh, and I, th- I think he'd said he tried Oxy and Vicodin. So he was like, you know, he was, he had used some of those really, really hard drugs at an early age. And yeah. then he kind of had that addiction for all of his teen years until ultimately he was 21 and then he passed away. Yeah. Which and- is terrible. I mean, the worst thing that could have happened, but you, you know, the man predicted his death. Like, 
I don't know the exact number, but like 40 something times throughout all unreleased yeah. and released songs. He was very self-aware. One of the most self-aware people I've ever listened to. One of the smartest people I've ever listened to. Yeah. He had a super high intelligence. I mean, super high. And he, I mean, he always knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And he just didn't know what else to do. Because if, I, I can't remember what song it was. It might have been Wishing Well. He said something essentially that was, if I don't take the drugs, I won't be here because he would have killed himself already. Oh, yeah, 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 that's wishing well. And if he keeps taking the drugs, he won't be here because they're going to kill him. Yeah, I think he was so saying... he didn't know what to do. Yeah, because he was like, if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. Like, if he keeps taking them, overdose. He knows it's coming. Yep. You know, which, which, was, which was part of it, but it was like, if, if he doesn't take the pills then he won't be here either. Because they were his way of coping with his depression and anxiety. Because and... I think in that song he said, if it wasn't for the pills, I wouldn't be here. Like, if it wasn't yep. for the pills, he wouldn't be, you know, you can interpret that many ways. Maybe I'd be dead already, or hey, it's, it's, a, it's you know, amplifying and allowing me to perform this way or whatever. You know? Or it's just a big part of his content matter that people can relate to. Yeah, because that's a huge issue in this country, you know. Oh, yeah, especially the opioids. The opioids, for sure. Like, you know, when we're talking about drugs, like, alcohol is terrible. You know, weed's good. But, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, anything can be a drug to anybody. Anyone can be addicted to anything. Yeah. But specifically, like, there's a huge opioid issue in this country. And pharmaceutical drug companies and this health system is got a huge part to blame. Oh, yeah. Cause they don't care what happens to the user as no. long as they're buying and using it. No, there are way better, more natural, cheaper options for people to cope with pain, to cope with, you know, depression, anxiety, than pushing pills on people. You know, you push, you can get any, you can get any surgery and in this country, if you got insurance, I mean, you can get a solid prescription of oxy or hydro, whatever you want for the pain, you know? Yeah. And, if, and if you got depression, they're pushing lithium to a new level, you know? It, yeah. And, and whether or not those drugs really help with whatever the issue is, I mean, I, I guarantee, I, I know that Oxy will help with the pain, like, for sure. But, like, the long-lasting effects of it, the addictive properties, is it really worth it? When you have things like cannabis that could be used. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a different topic for another day, you know. Yeah. But Juice, was, wanna... Juice was very, very, you know, he, he was very honest with everyone. Like, he... Like the a perfect video is black and white. The video for that song, because mm -hmm. he's partying throughout it. You know, he's talking about you know cocaine, coding. You know, 
in, in the white bin doing coke, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Right. And the video, he's having a good time, but it shows the opposite side, the other spectrum throughout the video and during the song, because it's showing the, you know, the day after just what the drugs have done, all the turmoil in these people's lives, how they're feeling off after the come down. And yep. Hell, in the video, he dies. I mean, this was made in 2018. He literally shows yep. his own funeral in this video saying, these drugs can kill you. These drugs can kill me. These drugs will kill me, will kill you, will kill anyone who keeps using because that's what they can do. An overdose is so easy with opioids. Oh, yeah. And he did the same type of thing in Lean With Me, too. Yeah. But it was his girlfriend that overdosed. Yeah. And he was, in the video, he was still, like, super high when he was on the phone with the police. He was like, hey, I think she overdosed. They asked where he was, what his name was, and he hangs up the phone. I, he's like, he knows he can't get caught either. Mm-hmm. He He wants to save her. But if he gets caught with whatever he has, he's beyond fuck too. Yeah. And him being high as hell, he ain't thinking clearly. He ain't like, well, at least she'll be alive. He's That's... like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, switching gears a little bit, I'll tell you, lean with me is the song that got me hooked on juice. Yeah. Like, honestly, because I had heard Lucid Dreams, and I'll be honest, when I first heard Lucid Dreams, I thought it was a pretty good song, but it wasn't, you know, that was like the first thing I, I kind of heard. I was like, you know, this is pretty cool, but didn't really dive into it. But yeah, something, we, I, I was doing something on, on Spotify, and I saw Lean With Me with uh, after the album had released. And because I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know Juice as soon as the album dropped, I didn't listen. It was a little bit after the album had dropped. And I heard Lean With Me. I, I like listened to the song and I fucking loved it. I mean, I'm yeah. talking, I absolutely adored it. And I listened to it again. I listened to it. I was like, oh my God. And like I told you, like that same, that next, that night or whatever, I was like, bro, you got to listen to the song, man. And yeah. like, and then that, that sort of sparked the real interest to actually go listen to like they'll dive into the artist of juice world and listen to yep. goodbye and good riddance. And then that album still to this day is my favorite album. And I think it's pretty much perfect. You know? Yeah. A, a lot of people say, well, it's a heartbreak album and, and it's, he's right out of high school making this. So it is a heartbreak album with a fresh out of high school guy who's making perfect, timeless music. Yeah. Listen to the guitar and I'm still. I mean, I had I never mean, heard something like that. You know? No. It's crazy because that's ex- exactly what he did through his whole career that was just revolutionized what hip-hop sounded like. Music in general, but especially hip-hop. Yeah, he's almost like his own genre. You know, yeah, he could do so he, much. 
Yeah, because he could fit into the typical hip-hop type sound. He could mm-hmm. fit into a rock type sound. He could fit into pop. He could fit in where in literally anything and yep. make it work. And he was Which a lot to, of people can't do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how he was able to work with so many different artists. I mean, to name a few, Ellie Golden, uh, yeah. Halsey. Uh, I mean, he's on the new Maroon 5 album with a song yep. with the Migos. Uh, obviously, Lil Uzi Vert, they made some songs together, great together. Him and Trippy were good buddies. Ski Mask, I mean, that's all in the hip-hop genre. Then he's got yeah. songs with Marshmallow and Benny Blanco where he's, he's on these different type of beats and still just absolutely so killing them. Yeah. Like, come and go there for a while. That's all I was listening to. It's so good. It is. Because it's something you'd never think you would hear a hip-hop artist on. Yeah. And Juice just did it. And it worked perfectly. It had that semi-rock sound to it still. Mm -hmm. But this man sang over an EDM beat drop and cut through that shit like it was butter. That song blew up. I wish he could have saw how how big that song got. Like it was a like a they had it on ESPN for like anthem for some college football games and stuff last year. Like it was a it was a big song. One of the biggest off oh, that yeah. album. What do you th- what he you know, Juice World he's got a new album coming up, which we can get into in a minute. It's supposed to be three parts, you know, should be it should be great. I I don't doubt it will be. But out of the three that he's got, so goodbye and good death race for love and legend never die, how do you rank those? See, for me it's exactly how they came out. Me too. So it'd be Goodbye, Good Riddance, Death Race for Love, and then Legends Never Die. Me too. Because Goodbye and Good Riddance, like you were saying, is just like the perfect body of work. It is. Death Race for Love is damn close to that. But they were on Goodbye and Good Riddance, just songs that I gravitated to so much quicker. Mm-hmm. And Legends Never Die is still amazing, but I think part of it is it had a just a different feeling because it was after he died. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I was but, gonna say. Uh like along with what you were saying. Like that's that's my exact like Goodbye Endurance first, Death Race Love second, Legends Never Die third. I, for me, the reason Legends Never Die is third, even though it had some, it had Wishing. Like, Wishing was one of my, like, we might rank our top five, top ten favorite Juice song. Like, that's up there. Like, it is amazing. Yeah. And the songs on it were wonderful. But if you listen to Goodbye and Good Riddance start to finish, which a lot of people don't listen to albums, don't listen to albums like that anymore. He yeah. tells a perfect story. Same thing, Death Race for Love. Legends Never Die. It, it, you, can, you knew it wasn't Juice telling the story. Yeah. It was just kind of like, it, it was a, a mashup of a lot of wonderful music, but the story was told from a third-person perspective, not Juice. Yeah. See, that's 
the thing it was like goodbye and good riddance you kind of got him getting over some girl and basically telling hey fuck you i don't need yeah. you bitch yeah uh death race for love was him going from depressed as hell to finding a new girl and falling mm. in love with her yeah and then legends never die was a mix of all of it it just wasn't as cohesive because you couldn't easily identify like you could with death race for love and goodbye good riddance he started here ended here everything in between was part of the story yeah like it's not as easy to do that for legend never die like we had talked about before, like there's no way if Juice would have like had say in how the album was like he would not have went he would not have opened the way it did. Like it wouldn't have went conversations, Titanic, bad energy. He would have split up Titanic and bad energy. You know, I feel like yeah. he would have saved Righteous for towards the end of the album. Uh I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like it was a a, com- a a combination of such amazing songs. It really was. But I felt like if it if it was Juice, all these would not have been on the same album. He would have saved some of these for a different album, for a different, or if, or if it would, or if it would have been released, you know, maybe he wanted to do something like they're going to be doing with the next one, where it is in parts. Then it would have been done like that, and they would have been a different, yeah. I don't know, a different order. Yeah, put all the like more mellow, potentially sad stuff in one part if that's how they're doing it with this new album. He probably would have done that same type of thing with the songs on Legends Never Die. Mm. Hype stuff, you know, come and go and stuff like that. And then the love type stuff. Yeah. But I am excited for this new album. They released a trailer today. Yep. It's already sitting number one trending on... Twitter and I believe YouTube. I might be wrong on that. It was a quick little trailer, but it 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 got me a little bit hyped, you know, thinking, okay. Because yeah. I was talking about the other day, with with Juice's albums, it's normally it's not like, you know, like post will do where he'll be like, All right, Beer Bones event is coming out and then two years later it comes out. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> they'll, they'll put a teaser out for it and it'll drop that night. Yeah, I mean, within the next two to three weeks, you know, you'll have a a single, two or three singles off the album, and it'll be dropping. Like I love, yeah, I wouldn't I've be always surprised if it drops mid-August. Yeah, I was hoping for July. You know, last July was we had Legends Never Die. I was thinking, okay, let's make it a middle of the summer thing. You'll you'll do wonders on the charts. So I, I mean, know. it very well could happen. They could drop like next Thursday night. I would be so happy. I would be so fucking happy. They could drop a single tonight. They could. And then that is which would be awesome. That is in the realm of possibility. Like there's a lot of rumors going around that that will happen. Because they also put out an unofficial cover art on Instagram. Grade A did. I haven't seen it. What is it? It's pretty basic. Which is why it's unofficial, because I guess they aren't sure if they're going to actually use that. It's 
probably just a tease at something. Yeah. Because all it said on the post was legend or uh, the party never ends coming soon. Yeah. It, it, do you think, is that going to be the name of the album? I guess. That's the way it's looking. Hmm. They keep, do, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to criticize. I know the music, like once you get into these, like Legends Never Done, this album, the music, once it's juice, it's going to be one, I, it's going to be awesome. But yeah. I don't know. Like they keep on the like. Titles have been kind of, eh, for that It's album. like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like Juice said in Legends, or whatever song, like he, he doesn't want the title of a legend. Because all the legends no. seem to die out. And then they title his album Legends Never, Legends Die. Never Die. It's like, man. Yeah, it just completely contradicted his lyrics in a song that he wrote about like X and Peep and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And then they're taking Party Never Ends from that song with Travis Scott where Juice says that and they're yeah. rolling with it. You know, it's whatever they want. It, his, that team, they own the rights to all the stuff. It's whatever. Once the music's out, it's going to yeah. be awesome. And that's all most of the fans care about. Yeah, I just wish they would market it a little bit better to to attract people who maybe haven't seen or heard of him before. So they're like, hey, this looks cool. Mm -hmm. That's some crazy cover art. Name's crazy. They ain't really doing that. (laughs) Yeah. My prediction, I think this album will do just as good, if not better, than Legends Never Die. You know, every single every single song on Legends Never Die when it dropped charted top 100 Billboard. Yep, he had I think eight or nine of the top ten. Yep, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean that that's. That was, I mean, he got robbed on album. I don't really watch the award shows and shit. I knew he was nominated for album of the year. Uh, I think he was nominated for artist or maybe streaming artist. He was nominated for a bunch of stuff. He had like artist, male artist, album, song, I think. And he he won nothing. Nope. They gave. Doesn't make sense. They gave Pop Smoke, I think, album of the year. Maybe Artist, too. Which, I mean, it's, yeah, it is what it is. I, I personally, I don't listen to much. I don't listen to much Pop Smoke. The songs I have heard, he's not bad. He's pretty good. You know. And, yeah. and it's unfortunate that he also passed away. Uh, you know, it, that's unfortunate. Both their legacies are definitely living on. And, oh, and, yeah. And and their fans still getting stuff by them and, and music and stuff. So that's great. But I'm a little biased on it. Cause I personally don't listen to much pop smoke, never have, you know, so I, I don't, I don't really know. I, I just thought if, if did his album do that, what juices mm, did? I don't think so. I didn't ever really pay like a crazy amount of attention to it just cause I don't really listen to pop smoke either. Yeah. I have like, a few songs off of that last album saved. But I feel like I would have remembered if it was anywhere near what Juices did. Yeah, well, because I feel like, you know, I don't listen to much of that mainstream music, but, like, I've seen a lot of, like, Pop Smoke features. 
So artist of the year probably makes sense for them. Yeah. Yeah. But album of the year, I just really thought they should have gave Legends Never Die. I mean, that that's a post, yeah. you know, a post death album for the ages. Yep. In terms of body of work, but everything that Juice puts out, people, I think, are realizing and will continue to realize with all the unreleased he has. Um, anything that is put out by Juice's that that's that's by Juice World is gonna be a step above even the best of the best. Yeah. See, and like Pop, I could have definitely seen him winning that artist of the year because he's especially when he's on features because he was as far as his voice went and everything he was really unique too yeah his when voice he came is on so a track, fucking deep like yeah when he came on a track it was crazy yeah but not as crazy as when juice came on a track and it definitely in my opinion shoot for the stars aim for the moon it was good but it was nowhere near the level of Legends Never Die. Mm. And I mean, obviously a lot of that's up to personal interpretation. Whoever you follow heavier like that specific sound more because they're two completely, completely different sounds. Yeah. But I don't even... As far as numbers go, I don't see how Pop could have beat the numbers juice head yes especially for the album it's like man you got every song including interludes on your album in the top 100 that's that's impressive you know and it's really crazy because juice never got to experience that success while he was alive because you know his other albums didn't do that because he didn't have as big a following, you know. I wish. I, wish. I, I do too. I wish he would have been able. I mean, I feel like you know, there's got to be wherever you know, he he's got to know. He's got to have a feeling of knowing somehow. Like, damn people, they're you know a, a huge amount. He knew he was going to touch a lot of people's lives with not only his music but his positivity, his gratitude, his. You know, the way that he conducted himself, such a humble artist and his speeches he gave at his concerts and connection with the fans, everything like that. I feel like he knew he was he was, you know, affecting millions when he was alive. But the amount of people that have listened to his stuff now, I feel like he's got to have some way of knowing, you know. Yeah. And I think he'll continue to grow. More people will hear juice for as time goes on. And they will think, you know, damn, wish I would have, you know, knew this guy when he was alive or whatever. That shouldn't be like that. It should just be straight appreciation. This guy was a musical fucking genius. I mean, a musical fucking genius. This is a Beethoven in modern day. This guy is amazing. Like, and and that sort of respect needs to be put towards his name. Not just another artist. I mean, truly, if people listen to the lyrics, and what he's able, the messages he's able to convey, and the pain, happiness, any emotion you can think of, he can put into his music is unlike anything I've ever heard. Yeah. Because he had such a way through both lyrics, tone, 
the beat, everything. Yeah. Of, hey, this is how I'm feeling at this specific moment because everything he did was freestyled. So you knew when he was making a specific song, he was in that mood at that moment. Mm. And I would have killed to been in the studio with that man just to watch him work. Just listen to him freestyle. Yep. Throw him like that object for you. Just throw him shit and have him, you know, make it work and rhyme. You know, I mean, just wow. See, that object freestyle was crazy too because the dude that was like giving him the objects Mm -hmm. walked up with his watch. Juice was on some tangent because he was trying to wait till the next object came in. He was talking about like fucking somebody's bitch or something. And he went, I just tell her stop and watch. <laughs> that, that blew my mind. <laughs> that, I mean, everybody in the studio just went haywire. See, he was like the king of, he, he could rhyme like three to four verses with the same word, but haven't used that word in different contexts and different meanings. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists, if they rhyme with the same word, you're like, bro. But when Juice did it, you were like, bro, like, whoa, you actually like made that work in a way I didn't even know was possible. Like, I can't remember the song on Death Race for Love that he did that so perfectly. I wish uh, I could remember it. I feel like I know what you're talking about. Uh, was it in the basement? Oh, no. It was fucking it, it uh, come and go, actually. Oh, he didn't come and go, too? He said something always end up better in me. Ain't nobody better than me. Yeah. He had a couple more bars off of better. And it was crazy when I first heard that. I went insane. Because I thought he was just saying better, better in me, better in me, better in me. And yeah. when you listen to it, it's like, no, he changed it every time. He just used the same bass rhyme. Yeah. It's crazy. He did that in freestyles on, I think, like, whatever French one he did, he did that shit. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I'll tell you, I mean, we probably sound like just straight fanboying, but honestly, if anyone like is listening and you don't, please listen to some Juice World. Go through his albums. Listen to listen to what the man's talking about and really judge for yourself, even if you don't necessarily like I, I hear a lot of people, especially like older generations, they don't like the cur the language, the cursing. Okay. I yeah. can see like some moms, some dad some grandparents would not like the language okay uh, yeah okay but and a lot of them also talk about the drug you know the drugs that are in the lyrics but the drugs are not glorified by no means it is like i said it's honest yeah because he would talk about why he felt like he needed them and he would say that he knew it was awful for him 
But when you don't listen to them all the time, you don't really pick that up on one or two listens of different songs. Yeah. If you li- if you actually listen to his 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 catalog and all his and a lot of his music, then people will understand and be like, okay, this guy's, yeah, this guy's a genius. He's going through shit, you know. Yeah, and he's putting it out here for other people to relate to and other people to be able to emphasize and and, and feel as well. Yeah, you know, and to help people get out of those those ruts. Because he talked about the reason, many reasons that he, you know, obviously he was a, he used drugs at a very, very young age. So that was going against him as well, because they are very addictive. But he had, he struggled with a lot of dep- depression, anxiety, and, and just crazy mental, mental things that was going on in his personal consciousness, his personal psyche, right? So yeah. he would use the drugs to cope with it, which he said he knew was wrong, but by God, he said they worked when he was using. It helped his anxiety. It helped his depression. Yeah. It helped what was going on. But you know, he talked so many times that come down and after you know the drug, the high is gone. After the drugs, you know, wear off, it's fucking hell. Yeah, and he again. said multiple times that when he's off the drugs, he's a completely different person. Yeah because he's dealing with all that stuff in his head he can't be that happy support everybody else type of person he's I'm gonna just seclude myself I can't handle this shit I can't handle dealing with people fuck them all You know, I truly wish to God that he could have found some peace, some inner peace. He actually has an early song called Inner Peace where he goes into that. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a, it's a wonderful song. But I wish he could have found some inner peace uh, and, was, and would have been able to have, have alternative, you know, solutions to his, his issues besides drugs and that he could have. It didn't end the way it did for him. But I'm also just so appreciative at the happiness and joy that he was able to put into so many other people's lives through his music. Yeah. And, and he knew I that mean, was his purpose. He knew yeah. It. He said it, and he knew it. And he did it. Like, yeah. Um, Which is just crazy to think about in itself, that he knew exactly what he was put on this earth to do. Mm-hmm. And he did it perfectly. He did for millions of people he changed their lives for the better he did you know let's let, let's let's close this out with something fun let, let's let's rank do you want to do an order or just our tent top 10 uh, you want to do top 10 or top five or let's do top five because it's hard it is. Hard. Let's do top five, either in order or not in order. Your choice. Released, and then we'll do top five unreleased that maybe we're hoping's on the next album. So uh, let's do top five released Juice World songs. Go ahead. All right, mine. So we're we're doing uh, not in any particular order. 
uh, it's tough. It's ever changing, but lean with me will always be in my top five. Uh, who shot Cupid is definitely in the top five as well. Um, wishing well, it's definitely in the top five. Um, this is where it gets really fucking tough. <laughs> um, that's that's the issue with him making so much good music. Yeah. See, I'm kind of in between a few for my last two. Um, I'm going to say, honestly, Black and White. I love that song. Yeah. And fifth one. I don't know, man. We was talking about so much earlier. I'm putting up, up, and away up there. <laughs> like this lit the, the the first three I said, lean with me, who shot Cupid and wishing well. That's constantly there. They're going to be in the top five for me forever from Juice World. Those are my top three songs by him. Uh, and the other two, I mean, you empty competes with I'm still, it depends on the mood. Life's a mess with Halsey. I mean, there's so many yeah. that just, push their way in there and come out yeah for for this for for today lean with me who shot cupid wishing well uh black and white and up up and away okay so i got long gone you've always uh, loved that one. i've loved that shit since <laughs> the day i heard it <laughs> <laughs> uh wishing well it has to be on there oh yeah perfect song uh, let's see. Make believe. I've loved that shit since I heard it too. <laughs> yeah, these are in no order. Uh, I'm still that guitar. Yep. And then probably lean with me for me as well. Yeah, that's just like that's juice. I mean, just yep. That song is juice. Great list. And that, now let's do top five unreleased that we're kind of hoping's on the next album. Right. You want to go first go on first this, this time? Yeah. Let's see. It's fresh. Like a few weeks old. Mm-hmm. Bloody Blade. Yeah. And Contained. They're both crazy. Uh, Inner Peace. Good ass song. Set me free and young God. Young God's that hype. You gotta just sprinkle in there. <laughs> yeah. Mine is Red Moonlight. Oh yeah, I kinda forgot about that shit. <laughs> I really, really hope that one's on there. Um yeah. Net- Netflix and Pills. Ooh. Um uh it's under a couple different names um I, I, it's under i I, have, I know it under addictions but i think it's also reminds me of summer yes that it's is amazing a slow song. banger it, <laughs> and it's so sad like but i really yeah. love that that song um so that's three um the other two i guess Cigarettes. I like that song, man. Uh, I really, I like that song. I think that's a lot he, of people love that shit. 
I, I think they should definitely have it on there. Just it's a, a great piece song. of people. Yeah. <laughs> and probably Doom. I've always liked that song. Yeah. I think the beat's crazy. Like it's one of my favorite beats. Uh yeah. Those are my top five. And probably also honorable mention real quick would have to be emotional overdose slash yes. can't help it. Yeah. I was considering that one. It was between that and Doom for the end. Yeah. That song is so good too. I feel like they might put that one on on the album. It's, it's an old leak. Possible. I mean it was leaked back before he died. You know. Yeah. It was leaked at the same time as some other just banger. I can't remember what it was. It both came uh, at the same time and everybody was so hyped. Uh yeah, was it um Oh, it was Remind Me of the Summer. Yeah, that one and during that time, uh Wishing Well at the same time was oh, as yeah. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I know the like label and Probably Juice when he was alive hated leaks. Yeah. But the fan base, especially now that he's gone and it's taken them a minute to figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It, it makes us, it holds us over. <laughs> it does. And, and I mean, a lot of the leaks, you know, it's mainly on YouTube. You can't help if you're on there and you see it. You're not just going to be like, ah. You know, nah. not going, yeah, like gotta hold know. off for the album that I don't know is coming yet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'm excited for this next album. I mean, I, it'll be amazing. I'm sure. Uh, really, really hyped for it. You know, I hope anyone who's listening was able to enjoy some of this, this discussion about Juice World. Uh, JJ and I, we. Love the man. We've talked about him for months of real time. I mean, literally. I mean, like, yeah. if you set the minutes down, it would accumulate to months of just yeah. speaking about it. So uh, we're passionate about it. We really love him. And he is an amazing artist. If you guys have heard him, I know you agree. If you haven't, please listen. Give, give him a listen. A, give him a chance. Yeah, please. I mean... He's the best artist I've ever heard, you know? Yeah, he is my personal goat. Yep. 100% agree. But that's going to do it for the episode, guys. Uh, We appreciate it, guys. This has been The Physical World. We'll see you next time. See you guys.